a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It is a day both to remember and to recognize. Starting, of course, with the declaration that on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918, the guns of World War I fell silent, Remembrance Day. And then, of course, today is Veterans Day with tributes and events being held across Utah and across the country. Uh, you can never spend too much time to not only celebrate, but more importantly, learn how to emulate those who wear the uniform of the United States. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, it is an important day for us to both remember and reflect and recognize those who have served and those who continue to serve our country. To help us do that, right off the top of the program today, Representative Chris Stewart uh, from Utah's 2nd Congressional District, uh, also one who wore the uniform, served as an Air Force pilot for 14 years, uh, flying both rescue helicopters and the B-1B bomber. Uh, holds three world speed records, by the way, including the world's record for the fastest nonstop flight around the world as part of his service uh, and has been part of some important remembering today. Congressman, thanks for joining us. Oh, my gosh, it's great to be with you. And what a what a fun day for for those of us who I think is almost everyone who cares about veterans. I, we're spending our whole day with veterans and, and different veterans events and ceremonies and It'll be the best day I'll spend, you know, in a couple months. So thanks for the opportunity to come on and talk with you, Boyd. Absolutely. And you were part of an event earlier today and uh, gave a speech about veterans and Veterans Day that was uh, stirring and uh, really got a lot of people thinking, maybe a little different. Uh, tell us just a little bit about your uh, remarks in the event. Well, it was out at West Valley where we were uh, doing the ribbon cutting for a new veterans memorial out there. And it was a, a beautiful park that they have. And Mayor Bigelow has just spent a lot of time. It was his vision to bring that together. But there isn't a lot of people who uh, feel like you and I do. And again, I think almost all your listeners that we want to honor our veterans. And I mean, I, I won't recreate the talk for you. It wouldn't wouldn't be worth your time to hear that. But I, maybe just this one point, and that is. Uh, you know, this, when we re- talk about our veterans, we have to remember the families as well. Uh, the young mothers who are home while their husbands are deployed, you know, for sometimes a third or fourth time for a year. You know, the, they're out shoveling the walks by themselves, trying to get their kids to, to school. The car breaks. They don't really know how to fix it. You know, the washing machine breaks. They don't really know how to fix it. And they sacrifice the the little kids, the, the boys and girls who say goodbye to their mom or their dad, and they and they just want their mom and dad to stay home with them. And it's hard for them to think, you know, their their parents are not going to be there to 
to, you know, say prayers with them and tuck them in and give them a kiss goodnight. And, you know, parents who say goodbye to their son or their daughter and they worry and pray for them and think, you know, will I see them again? When I see them again, will they be whole? Will they be healthy? Uh, so to our veterans, thank you. To our veterans' families, thank you as well. Uh, that's so important. I, I think it is so vital whenever we talk about the military that, uh, one, you know, when, when we send them into harm's way, make sure there's a, a clear mission and a clear objective, that they have all the tools, the resources, the equipment that they need, uh, and then that when they return, uh, that we keep our promises to them, uh, and as you've said, Congressman, uh, to keep those promises to their families when they don't. Uh, all of that is part of uh, really a united effort, I think, that we have to think about, uh, not just in, in Washington, but uh, everywhere. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and, Boyd, I'm going to tell something really quickly, if I can. I'll go fast. But some soldiers in Fallujah, in Iraq, height of the conflict, very, very dangerous. An August morning, uh, you know, unbearably hot. They come across a car with an infant inside in a car seat. The car is locked. The windows are rolled up. They go house to house, hut to hut, looking for the parents. No one will answer their door. They decide they have to get this infant out or it's going to die. Uh, they call the command post and say, hey, we're going to break the windows and, and break this child out. The, before the commander could say, don't, don't, wait, one of the soldiers broke the window with the butt of his rifle, and at that point, the bomb went off. Mm. And they had rigged this car and used this child as bait in order to kill American soldiers. But you ask one of those soldiers after, he said, you know, and he made the point, hey, we're just trying to help. That's the only reason we're here. We just want to help. And Americans don't conquer lands. We don't conquer people. We set people free. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between America and other, other nations in, in many times in the past. That's the difference between American soldiers and why we should love and honor them. Yeah, uh, I, I really appreciate you sharing that with us, Congressman. That is uh, the epitome of, of the American uh, fighting force, that it is not about conquering or uh, winning over. Uh, it's it's helping, it's it's saving lives, it's expanding freedom uh, everywhere they can. Uh, Congressman, as, as you look at our veterans today, and uh, of course we're uh, we're losing so many of the, the World War II vets and uh, not many there left and easy to start forgetting some of these things. What do we need to do uh, to really help our vets and to really show that respect and uh, remembrance today? You know, that's an interesting question. A lot of times we thank our vets, and I think I think they generally appreciate it. But most veterans I know, they're not looking for recognition. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, they don't wear their uniform out to the mall or to go shopping at Home Depot. They're not looking for people to, you know, show this great gratitude. But it's still important for us to do that. And I think the second thing I'd say, Boyd, you got to teach your kids. Mm. Because many of our children are growing up at a time and in a society that thinks, hey, the United States is just not, not that special. You know, we're a deeply flawed country, you know, and, and you know, look at all the look at all the sins of our past. This is the greatest country God has ever given a man. It's worth defending. It's worth protecting. And uh and and our children need to hear that message because they hear often the opposite message from society around them. And it's going to be upon us as parents and grandparents to take on that some responsibility that society used to teach. But we just can't count on that in quite the same way as it used to be. Yeah, we have to do that. And it has to start in our homes. Uh, that which we ignore or forget, our children may not know. And what our children don't know, our grandchildren will surely not possess. Representative Chris Stewart, thanks so much for making time for us. And thank you for your service as one of our great veterans. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you.
All right, again, that's Representative Chris Stewart. And it is so important that we do remember, not just on days like today, uh, a a single day does not cut it uh, for the sacrifice and service of our veterans. We're going to continue the conversation as we go through the day. And we'll be joined next by Utah Senator Mitt Romney. Stay with us on Inside Sources. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.